الحديث الثامن حديث نمبر 8 عن عمرو بن يحيى المازني عن ابيه قال شهدت عمرو بن ابي الحسن سال عبد الله بن زيد عن وضوء النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فدعا بتور من ماء فتوضا لهم وضوء رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فاكف على يديه من التور فغسل يديه ثلاثا ثم ادخل يده في التور فمضمض واستنشق واستنثر ثلاثا بثلاث غرفات ثم ادخل يده في الثور توري فغسل وجهه ثلاثا ثم ادخل يده في التور فغسلهما مرتين الى المرفقين ثم ادخل يده ثم ادخل يديه فمسح بهما راسه فاقبل بهما وادبر مره واحده ثم غسل رجليه الى الى الكعبين عمرو بن يحيى المازني narrated from his father Yahya the hadith first of all is narrated by Bukhari in Kitab al-Wudu Muslim Kitab al-Tahara Bukhari the next the second narration Bukhari narrated it in Kitab al-Wudu and also Muslim in Kitab al-Wudu the third narration Bukhari narrated in Kitab al-Wudu who is the narrator of the hadith the first one is Amr ibn Yahya sah al-Mazini His name is Amr ibn Yahya ibn Bint. Sorry, he was ibn Bint Abdullah ibn Zayd ibn Asim. His granddad from his mom's side is Abdullah ibn Zayd, the companion who's going to tell the story, the hadith. Abdullah ibn Zayd, who we're going to take. This is his grandson from his what? From his mom's side. Good. Walidhu, his father's name is An Abihi. His father's name is who? His father's name is Yahya ibn Ammara ibn Abi al-Hasan al-Ansari al-Tabi'i He was a Tabi'i Thiqatun Thiqatun And was given Thiqa by Nasai rahimahullah And the six books of Hadith have narrated from him Him and his son Amr ibn Yahya Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazili And Yahya ibn Ammara Both of them their father and the son the Bukhari Muslim of Dawood Tirmidhi bin Majah al-Nasai all narrated from, from them. <coughs> Amr ibn Abi Hassan. Amr ibn Abi Hassan. Is who? Amr ibn Abi Hassan is the uncle of Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazili. Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazili, his father's brother is Amr ibn Abi Hassan. Who asked Abdullah ibn Zayd. Abdullah ibn Zayd is his granddad from his mom's side. Good. Abdullah ibn Zayd, who is he? Huwa ibn Asim al-Mazini al-Ansari. Wa ummuhu, his mother is Ummu Ammara. Lahu wa li abawayhi suhbah. Abdullah ibn Zayd, he was a companion and his two children were companions. Wa huwa ghayru Abdullah ibn Zayd. And he is not Abdullah ibn Zayd ibn Abdi Rabbi. Many people confuse the two. Which... Um, who saw the Adhan. And Abdullah ibn Zayd that we know that brought the issue of the Adhan to the Prophet, remember? Who brought the dream. The, the dream. It's Abdullah ibn Zayd. Not this one. This is, the, this is another Abdullah ibn Zayd. Shayda Ghazwat Uhud. He participated in the battle of Uhud. Wama ba'daha and anything after that. The six books of Hadith have narrated his narration. <coughs> Abdullah ibn Zayd and, and Abdullah ibn Yahya's father who is who? Yahya ibn Ammara. Yahya ibn Ammara said, 
Shahid to I participated. Amr ibn Abil Hassan, I participated in Amr ibn Abil Hassan, which is his cousin, uh, which is his brother. Sa'ala asking Abdullah ibn Zayd, asking who? Abdullah ibn Zayd. Fawa, wudu'i and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa So here look, and not wa. In the action of the Prophet, how the Prophet done the wudu. So he asked him about the Prophet's wudu. How was the Prophet's wudu? Fada'a, he called for, bitawrin min ma'in. He called for a tawr. A tawr is a utensil that is made out of skin. Now, he called for it. Fatawadda'a, he, he done ablution. Lahum for them. Wudu'a Rasulillahi, the ablution of the Prophet Fa'akfa'a ala yadayhi. Fa'akfa'a ala yadayhi. Fa'akfa'a means what? Fa'akfa'a means a mala. Again, the same thing. He pushed the vessel aside like that. He pulled it. Again, look at him and Uthman, how they do the wudu. Same. Same. He pushed it aside. فَغَسَّلَ يَدَيْهِ ثَلَاثًا He washed his hand three times. He was asked. As soon as he was asked, he called for a tawr. A vessel which made a skin. He said, bring it to me. They brought it from waters in it. He pushed it aside. He done wudu. فَأَكْفَ عَلَى يَدَيْهِ He pulled it over his hand three times. Washed it three times. ثُمَّ أَدْخَلَ يَدَهُ Then he put his hand into the what? The tawr. Remember they weren't sleeping. Before they even done it. فَمَضْمَضَ وَاسْتَنْشَقَ وَاسْتَنْثَرَ He took the water, put it in his mouth. And he put it to where? To his nose. And he brought it out. بِثَلَاثِ غُرَفَاتِ With how many takes in? How many takes in did he do it with? Three غُرَفَاتِ Three. All of the time, the both of the mouth are together. So he went one, two, and three. ثلاث غرفات. ثلاث غرفات. And then he entered his hand into the Torah again. فغسل وجهه ثلاثا. He washed his face three times. ثم أدخل يده. And then he put his hand again into the Torah, the vessel. فغسل مرتين. He washed two times إلى المرفقين. To what? Two إلى المرفقين means what? Ma'a, with. We took the word ilah, means ma'a. As Allah said in the ayah, وَلَا تَأْخُذُوا أَمْوَالَهُمْ إِلَىٰ أَمْوَالِكُمْ قُوَّةً إِلَىٰ قُوَّتِكُمْ مَعَا قُوَّتِكُمْ مَعَا The word ilah comes in the Arabic language as ma'a, with. Meaning that marfiqain is part of it. ثُمَّ يَدْخَلَ Then he entered, يَدَهُ his hand, فَمَسَحَ بِهِ بَرَأْسَهُ He wiped it over his head. Now it's saying he wiped. So the mirfiqain, how many times? Twice. Umar, Uthman did it how many times? Three times. Pay attention. How did he wipe his over his head? Thumma adkhala yadah. Thumma adkhala yadayhi. This is different now. Now Abdullah ibn Zayd, his companion, he put both of his hand into the plate. Or the vessel. Yadayhi, both of them. Why does he do that for? فَمَسَحَ بِهِ مَا رَأْسَهِ He took both of the hands and put it in, brought it out, and he wiped his hand with both of his hands. فَأَقْبَلَ 
he brought, he came forward وَأَدْبَرَ مَرَّةً وَاحِدَةً وَنْسَ ثُمَّ غَسَلَ And he watched, washed, رِجْلَيْهِ his two feet, foot إِلَى الْكَعْبَيْنِ to his, أي مع كعبيني إلى his with, the word مع with his heels, with his ankles, with his ankles, he did that. The fiqh of the hadith. Hirsu al-Sahaba. Brothers, the striving of the Sahabas. In learning how to follow the messenger in a matter in which he did, alayhi salatu salam. Ala ma'arifati sunnati rasulillah. They wanted to understand and learn the Prophet's sunnah. Liyata'assu biha. So they can follow him in it. That was their intent. Did the Prophet do it? Yes. How did he do it? So they came to people and they asked, can you do it for us? Show us how the Prophet did it. Two. جواز الوضوء من آنية النحاس. The permissibility of doing wudu from a vessel that is made out of skin. عن عمر ابن يحيى المازني عن أبيه قال شهدت عمر ابن أبي الحسن. سأل عبد الله بن زيد عن وضوء النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فدعا بتور من ماء فتوضأ لهم وضوء النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأكف على يديه من التور فغسل يديه ثلاثا ثم أدخل يده في التور فمضى واستنشق واستنثر ثلاثا بثلاث غرفات ثم أدخل يده في التور فغسل وجهه ثلاثا ثم أدخل يديه فغسلهما مرتين إلى المرفقين ثم أدخل يده فمسح بهما رأسه فأقبل بهما وأدبر مرة واحدة ثم غسل رجليه وفي رواية بدأ بمقدم رأسه حتى ذهب بهما إلى قفاه ثم ردهما حتى رجع إلى المكان الذي بدأ منه وفي رواية أتانا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فأخرجنا له ماء في في تور من صفر متفق عليه عمرو بن يحيى البازني. He said I heard from the messenger. He said I heard from my father. Sorry. عن عمرو بن يحيى عن عمرو بن يحيى البازني from my father. He said my father. شهدت that his father said I witnessed. Amr ibn Abi al-Hassan who asked Abdullah ibn Zayn who is this Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazini Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazini huwa ibn binti Abdullah ibn Zayn ibn Asim Amr ibn Yahya is the grandson so he's the son of the daughter of Abdullah ibn Zayn the companion who narrates who's going to do the wudu, Abdullah ibn Zayd, his daughter gave birth to Amr ibn Yahya. So he's his granddad, right? His granddad, Abdullah ibn Zayd, is the grandfather of who? Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazini. Amr ibn Yahya, Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazini, pay attention, he is um, his grandfather from his mom's side. Are we all clear on that? He's also a tabi'i. Tabi'i, he is thicker, reliable in his hadith, very strong. The six books 
Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, Ibn Majah, and Nasai, the six books, they narrated from him. They narrated him. Unless he's a reliable in his hadith, he's a thiqa to thabt. Tawfiyah, he died the year, Sanata Arba'ina wa Mi'ah. 140 Hijriyah, he died. Tawfiyah, Sanata Arba'ina wa Mi'ah. 140, he passed away. He said, from my father, who is his father? His father is Yahya ibn Ammarah. Yahya ibn Ammarah is the father of Amr ibn, uh, Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazili. That's his father. Okay? He is an Ansari. His father is an Ansari. Tabi'i. Also a Tabi'i. وَثَقَهُ النَّسَائِيُّ Nasa'iyu considered him thiqa. And the six books of hadith have also narrated him. Um, and Amr ibn Abi al-Hasan, who's the uncle of Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazili, who is the uncle of Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazili. His uncle is called and Amr, Abi, Amr ibn Abi Hasan, who is a Sahabi, who is a companion, who said, who asked Abdullah ibn Zaydin, he asked Abdullah ibn Zayd, Wudu Nabi, he asked the Prophet his wudu, ablution. He asked him the ablution of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fada'a, Abdullah ibn Zayd asked and called for if he can be brought a, a pot which contains water. He asked for it, mimma'in. Fatawadda'a lahu. And he done an ablution for them. Wudu'a Rasulillah. The wudu of the messenger. Pay attention. The wow. If it has a dhamma on it, huh? if it has a dhamma on it, it is the, <coughs> if it has a wudu on, uh, on the wow, and it's not wudu, it means um, the action. It means the action. Wudu. But if we say wudu, huh? it's the vessel or the um, the uh, whatever he's being what's used what's being used so he done for them the ablution of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he poured water onto his hand from the pot and he washed his hand how many times three times after he had washed his hand three times, again, it is highly recommended that the person washes their hand before they put it into the before they put it into the utensil, regardless of whether the person was awake or asleep. Doesn't matter. If they wake up, we said it's obligation. It's an obligatory act for you to wash your hands first. You're not allowed to. That's if you've woken up from a sleep, then you have to wash your hands. That's obligatory. But if it is a normal day where you have you were awake and you didn't go to sleep then it's also highly recommended that you wash your hands before you put it into the into the uh, pot or the vessel or uh, the utensil you're using فغسل, he washed three times he washed it ثم, after he had washed it three times يده, he put his hand into the pot فطوري. he took that water and he done Madhumadha means what? When you put the water into your mouth and you wobble the water uh, in your mouth. Wastan shaka 
that same handful you've put into your mouth, you also put into your nose. The same handful. So part of it goes into your mouth. A lot of the water will go into your mouth. You're going to leave a little bit left on your hand for it to go to your nose. Then what happens? The istinthar means what? That you lose your left hand and you bring out what is in your nose. Remember what comes out of your mouth and what comes out of your nose. Both of them come out at the same time. So you put it in the same time and you take it both at the same time. Three times. With one time, all of them, but hand one fist. One time like that. One, two, and three. Summa after that. He put his hand into Fitauri. Second time. He put his hand down into the pot again. He washed his what? He washed his he washed his face. In our previous, we took what a face is. The face is from your ears, your ear, ear, ear. That is in terms of its width and its height. We said from the person's chin to the person's uh, where the hair, where hair, where the hair starts from. That is your face. All of that has to be washed. It makes it easier if you do it sideways. So you take the water, or if you start the water with the top. And you put it on your head and it rolls down. The water goes down. And you wash your face with it as it goes down. It's easier. Some people tend to like to do it from the side. And it allows them to wash their face better. As the water rolls down, you're able to make it reach every part of your face. Um, then he put his hand after he washed his face three times. Washed it three times. After that, he put his hand into the what? Fit-tawri. He put it into the pot. How many times did he wash his up to his? He washed it three times up to his elbows. Three times. Uh, sorry, two times. He washed it twice. We took before that the word ila, it means ma'a. The word ila comes as the word with ma'a. And we, had mentioned, we mentioned that in the hadith of and then after that, after he washed it twice, up to where? Up to his elbows. So the elbows, they go into it. Then he washed his hands. So he put his hands into the pot again. He wiped on his what? His head. Now this hadith, remember, if you bring this hadith with the hadith of Uthman, what would you find out? A lot of things. So that's what you should do. Bring all the narrations together. Bringing all the narrations together allows you to what? To see what's missing from each part. And what additional information has been added to this Sahabi added to it and this what not. That's the benefit of connected hadith. And that's the benefit of actually knowing a lot of narrations. That is what allows a person to be a faqih. By gathering all the narrations, looking at the slight differences. Just restart it. Just press it. Back to restart it. That's to. By bringing all the narrations together, 
Once you've brought all the narrations together, you will, you will be able to know what information is additionally added to this narration over this narration. And what's missing from this narration and what is additional to this narration. And then after that, he'll allow you to see the matter in a very a wider uh, way. So the hadith of Uthman عن, that we took, and the hadith of Abdullah ibn Zayf, the two wudu, you can see what's missing, what's not in there and what's in there. Here what you see is what? That فَأَقْبَلَ بِهِمَا وَأَدْبَرَ مَرَّةً وَاحِدًا We now find out that wasn't in the hadith of Uthman, it was what? First of all, the hadith of Uthman didn't mention how to wipe on your hair. They didn't mention that. The hadith of Abdullah Zayn allowed us to know, it just, the hadith of Uthman just told us wipe over your hair. But now it told us how to wipe over them. Also, this hadith, the hadith of Abdullah ibn Zayd, has also informed us that the washing of the mirfiqayn, it can be done twice. It can be done, how many? That it can be done twice. The, when Uthman was one, it mentioned three times. It said three times. Also, this hadith Abdullah ibn Zayd also added this part, which is um, The Prophet ﷺ washed his legs up to his, huh, with, the, with the heels on it. The hadith of Uthman didn't mention that. It just said that he washed his leg. So it doesn't really tell us where to where did the Prophet wash it. Does that make sense? So Abdullah ibn Zayd what informs us that the washing is up to, with the with the ankles. Sorry, I said heels. I meant ankles. With the ankles, Abdullah ibn Zayd's narration. That's what we benefit from the narration. This hadith is collected by Imam al-Bukhari, uh, the first narration. Remember, there are th- how many narrations are there here? There are uh, two more. So the first narration, Imam al-Bukhari narrated, the first one, which is the one I explained now. And Imam al-Bukhari narrated in Kitab al-Wudu, Muslim narrated in Kitab al-Tahara. There's another wording now. Which is the second riwayah. Wafi riwayatin and another wording. Bada bi muqaddim rasihi. The next narration is narrated by Imam Muslim, rahimahullah. In uh, uh, the second narration, uh, it's narrated sorry by Imam uh, Muslim and Imam al Bukhari. Both of them narrated it. Bukhari narrated Kitab al Wudu. Muslim also narrated in this time Kitab al Wudu. Which is what? Bada he started bi muqaddim rasihi. Started the beginning of his head. Hatta dahaba bihi ba'ila qafa. Until he reached his what? His neck. The back of your neck. This is where Qafa is called. Qafa is where the, per- the place where you can, if you hear a person from there, it's in a dangerous spot. Right there. That's the Qafa. So he went back until where the, your hair finishes at the bottom. ثُمَّ رَدَّهُمَا And he brought it back حَتَّى رَجَعَ إِلَى الْمَكَانِ الَّذِي بَدَأَ مِنْهُ Until he came back to where he started from. Whereas the first one, the first riwayah, this one, all it said is فَأَقْبَلَ بِيمَا وَأَدْبَرَ مَرَّةً وَاحِدًا he went back and went forward. But you don't know how back he went. This part of the riwayah allows you to know how far you can go back. Which is to your kafa. Which is to your kafa. Your neck. Wafi riwayah in another. The third riwayah now. The third riwayah. Bukhari narrated it. And Muslim did not narrate it. Bukhari narrated it. And Muslim did not narrate this last one. The third riwayah. He said wafi riwayah. Muslim did not narrate this one. It's only in Bukhari. وفي رواية another رواية أتانا رسول الله the messenger came فأخرجنا له ماء we brought out for for him what ماء water في تورن which was in a pot 
min sifrin, that pot was made uh, from what? Nuhas, which is copper. Copper was in it. Copper was in it. So, this hadith, uh, is the companion, Abdullah ibn Zayd, after being asked about how the Prophet's wudu was. And I said, remember the word wudu, bi-dhammi when the wow is made a dhamma on it, it's the action. But when a fatha is put on it, it is the, the actual water itself. When he was asked to do wudu, he had taught them how to do it. The fiqh of this hadith. Hirsu sahaba the striving of the companions themselves. Which companion are we referring to? We're referring to Amr ibn Abil Hassan. Amr ibn Abil Hassan. Who asked Abdullah ibn Zayd. He's a companion, but he asked another companion. He wanted to know what? The Prophet's wudu. So he can so the Prophet's and way of wudu can be followed. So you write you realize here that the sahabas that they were reliable people in how they transmitted. Each one is informing about the wudu, and you find that they're all on the same same wavelength. They are all doing the same wudu of the Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam. Number two, jawazu, the permissibility of al-wudu min aliyat al-nuhas. The permissibility of using a vessel, a utensil, which is out of copper. You can use it. I didn't mention that last time. Number two is, uh, yeah? You said skin instead of copper last time. Ah. The permissibility of using copper um, that is made out of an area and that is permissible to use and that is pure and that it doesn't fall off under the prohibition of um, the the impermissibility of gold and what silver no it doesn't number three istihbabu that it's liked to combine the istin shark and the mother the the mother and the istinshaq should both be done with one hand. Four, washing your hands up to your mirfiqain, uh, with the mirfiqain added to your elbows. Washing your hands up to your elbows. And the permissibility uh, of doing it twice or three times. Five, the obligation of wiping over your head, all of it, the whole head. Six, jawazu ghasl al the permissibility of washing your face with one hand, with one hand. But as we know, it is better that the person uses two hands and puts two, two hands and washes it. It's permissible, but. One hand is permissible as well. Number seven. The permissibility of asking for aid and support in somebody to bring you something that is not haram. You can ask somebody for a favor to bring you something. Number eight. Teaching by way of action is more uh, greater and more felt in understanding than speech. Huh? 
sitting down and doing something for the people reaches a further and a greater has a bigger impact for the people than if you would speak it all day. Nine, jawazu, the permissibility of putting your hand in the utensil um, after you've washed it. After you've washed it. Jawazu yadi fil ilai ba'da ghasliha. After you wash, you wash your hands, the permissibility of doing it, of putting it in. Number ten, itiyanul kabiri ila atba'i. وابتداؤه إياه بإحضار الوضوء إلى علم أن به حاجة إليه. The permissibility, uh, it, yeah, the per, not the permissibility, sorry. The the elder person, the elder person coming to his followers, his people, and starting it for them by bringing water. Yeah, the elder person coming to his followers uh, and sorry, so number ten, number ten, number ten. The elder person asking his followers with the presence of somebody else. So for instance, I see another person who's got knowledge and I ask him, that person of knowledge, if he can teach other people to benefit them in any matter and also present for him whatever he needs in order to do. And that is what happened by Abdullah ibn Zayd and Amr ibn Abil Hassan. Both of them are companions, both of them know the wudu. Amr ibn Yahya is with his own brother and his own family and his own people, his followers, his people. And he asked Abdullah ibn Zayd to do wudu for them and brought the water for him when there was a need, because there was a need there. Eleven. No, just 10. No, sorry, sorry, just 10. Number 11 could just be a ikhtilaf al-ulama. Dispute of the scholars. Number 11 could be the dispute of the scholars regarding does the elbows add into what the hand is or not? And we said that the strongest is that yes, it's part of the hands, the elbows, and they should be washed. And we spoke about that in um, with the evidence in the last lesson. Or the previous lesson. Part of the arm or part of the hand? Part of the hand. Arm, 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 I'm sorry. It's part of the arm. That is part of the arm. But also the hand is also part of the hand because the hand and the arm all should be washed together. So the hand and the arm are, are part of the elbow. So whenever you do that, you have to wash your hand and the arm with the elbows. Number Also, number the second ikhtilaf, so the second ikhtilaf is and the scholars have disputed the fuqaha in how is the way that a person goes back and front in wiping over their hair, head. There's three madhabs in this issue. Three madhahib. The first madhab is to start with the beginning, then to reach the neck, and to come back to where you started from. The second one is to start from the beginning, to reach your neck, and leaving it there. And number three is 
to start from the neck, to go to the front, and then go back to the neck again. And the strongest is according to this hadith, the first one is the strongest, to start from the front, to go to the neck, and to come back to where you started from, which is the, the front. Where did that dispute occur from? The dispute occurred from because the first hadith of Amr ibn Yahya al-Mazini, the first riwayah, it said, فَأَقْبَلَ بِهِمَا وَأَدْبَرَ مَرْأَةً Wahida. He went forward and then he went backward huh, one time. So there's dispute. Where is the forward and where is the back? But the other riwayah clarifies where it says, بَدَأَ بِمُقَدَّمِ رَأْسِهِ He started with the beginning of his head, حَتَّى دَابَ بِهِمَا إِلَا قَفَاهُ Until he went to his neck, ثُمَّ رَدَّهُمَا Until he brought it back, both of them, إِلَى الْمَكَانِ الَّذِي بَدَأَ مِنْهُ From the place in which he started from.